Hi everyone, I'm Kathy Rhodes. Welcome to podcast number 10. This topic is the most powerful tool you can ever learn, emotional intelligence. I love teaching this topic because it helps me relearn it again and again. Understanding what EQ is and how you can use it will empower you in your life, I promise. During the next few episodes, we are going to dig into what this means and how you can increase your EQ. Hi, I'm Kathy Rhodes. I'm an executive leadership coach certified with John Maxwell and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach on leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. You know, it's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. It may be similar to another's, but it's not quite the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way somebody else did it and they succeeded at it, but it doesn't work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, Let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. I have a secret to share. Emotions are not bad. It's just important to be intelligent about your emotions. EQ is the acronym for emotional intelligence. Some people use EI, which makes sense. It actually is the acronym of the two words, emotional and intelligence. But EQ kind of matches something else we have within us, and that's our IQ. We actually have three major components within us. We have an IQ, we have an EQ, and we have a personality. So we're going to start this podcast off with a quiz, just a five-question quiz. Let's see how smart you are already. My first question for you is, is what does IQ mean? Does anybody have any idea what IQ stands for? Okay, well, I won't wait very long. IQ means intelligent quotient. Okay, so here, and here's the deal, is is the person who created this IQ assessment uh, was from Europe. Years ago, he created it. He was a school teacher. The reason he created it is he wanted an assessment tool to help kind of categorize his students so that he could better teach to each child. Your IQ isn't judging how smart you are. It's judging how you learn. Think about that. You're different than your spouse or your parents or your children or your coworker. You learn differently. And that is true, but, but we can kind of categorize a little bit. We can categorize into certain groups to, to help understand each other. And that's exactly what this, this, this teacher was doing. Okay, so IQ means intelligent quotient. Question number two, what does EQ mean? Oh yeah, this is a trick question. I'm totally testing you. Are you even listening here to this podcast? (laughs) EQ means emotional intelligent or emotional quotient. All right, question number three. IQ, personality, and EQ are distinct qualities that we all possess. Which two are we born with? 
It's true. We're born with two of these. And one of them, we learn and we grow and we increase throughout our life. So what are you thinking? Are we born with EQ and IQ? Are we born with IQ and personality? Or are we born with personality and EQ? We are born with our IQ and our personality. EQ is learnable. EQ is what grows constantly throughout our life. Okay, so I am not born knowing much of anything. How could I be born with an IQ? But remember, it's not what you know. It's how you learn. You're born with ability to learn. And that, that's proven from day one. You learn how to eat. You learn how to walk and talk. And you know, as a baby, we're not understanding the language necessarily that we're born into. But we're still learning. We're still growing. That's our IQ. Our personality is, that's just deep within us. And, and that again, I mean, you can see young children. And as they grow up, you see the same qualities. You know, think of a young child who always has his trucks in a row who's very detailed and very specific about where he puts things. You see that personality trait as they grow up. They, they don't, that doesn't disappear. They continue with that same personality trait. Introverts versus extroverts is a common personality uh, type of description. We're born with that. Our EQ is the only thing that really grows constantly throughout our whole life. Okay, question number four is true or false. You're either going to get it right or you're not. <laughs> IQ and EQ are not connected in any way. IQ and EQ are not connected in any way. True or false? What do you think? Well, the answer is true. IQ and EQ are not connected in any way. If you have a high IQ, it doesn't mean you're going to have a high EQ. Or if you have a low EQ, it doesn't mean you have a low IQ. They're just not connected at all. Okay, last question. Question number five, again, it's true or false. The limbic system of the brain is where emotions are experienced. Now we're getting biological with you. Now we're talking about the brain and this is where it gets really exciting. The limbic system of the brain is where emotions are experienced. What do you think? Is that true or false? Well, it's true. Biologically, the first major section of the brain that, that's attached toward the spine, that is your limbic section of the brain. So everything that we experience in life is going to go through our spine into our brain, and that's when our brain understands what we should do with that stimuli that just happened. So think about if you, if you were to touch something hot, that feeling of hot is going through your spine. When it hits the brain, that's when we react. We pull away, we scream, we cry. Whatever it is, it's reacting in our brain. Well, the first major portion of our brain that anything goes through is this limbic section of our brain. This is where emotions are experienced. Have you ever said or done something and two seconds after you did it, you slapped your hand to your forehead and said, Oh, I wish I wouldn't have reacted like that. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. If you've ever reacted like that, you've reacted in the limbic section of your brain. Okay, because the frontal lobe of your brain, that's, the, you know, touch your forehead right now. That's where your frontal lobe is located. That's where all the facts, logic, 
and creativity is stored. So when we say something, when we realize something and slap our hand our forehead, oh, I mean, literally, we're like trying to push it forward, right? When we realize what we may have just done wrong, that's when we can prove that that stimulus, that stimuli, that issue finally reached the frontal lobe. It finally was a little logic or made a little more sense. Our first reaction was emotional. Doesn't mean it's always the right, right reaction. Earlier I said that emotions are not bad. It's not a bad thing to have emotions, but many times when there's drama or when there's emotions, you know, we, we make comments like, oh, they're so dramatic or mm, they're just being emotional again. Could be true. I mean, possibly is true, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's important that we understand our emotions and we are intelligent with our emotions. So I want to talk about a movie, a Disney movie. Disney Pixar movie. I think it came out about three or four years ago. It's called Inside Out. I love this movie. When you watch the movie, there are five emotions that are key characters in, in the movie. And these are emotions of Riley. A young girl, they, they show her from birth and all these emotions and how they interact or react uh, within, her, within her being, within herself. And then she grows up and now she's a teenager and what's happening to these emotions? Well, there's a certain scene where the two emotions, joy and sadness, are with Bing Bong. Bing Bong is a pretend make-believe character that Riley made up when she was younger. And he's a pink... 80s type of elephant, I guess, might be the best way to describe them. Actually, if you go out to YouTube, you can, you can YouTube just this clip of the movie. And I'll post this video link in the comments area or in the description of this episode. But take a watch. Watch it. This is the, this part where Bing Bong is realizing that Riley's growing up and she's starting to forget about him. One of their creations, a rocket ship, is being discarded. And Bing Bong is losing it. This bulldozer is pushing this rocket ship over the edge into the dump. And Bing Bong is just emotional. He's crying. He's freaking out. He's saying, no, Riley and I made that together. Well, the rocket ship goes over the edge. There's nothing they can do about it. Joy is trying to keep the emotions positive, trying to keep things up and going. And, let you know, they, they're on a mission, by the way. They're on their way to the train station. So they don't have time to really worry about this rocket ship. So Joy is trying to keep things positive and, you know, put on that fake smile. And come on, we, we can kind of keep moving. And it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Well, Bing Bong just kind of sits and starts crying. And he, he doesn't move forward at all. And then sadness comes up. And Sadness sits next to Bing Bong and just lets Bing Bong cry. She says things that are so comforting. She says things like, oh, I bet you guys had some good memories. I'm so sorry. Bing Bong did what he had to do. He cried and then he felt better. And he stood up and said, okay, I'm ready to go to the train station. What I love about this clip is Joy is positive. Joy is happy. She's not the one who got them moving toward the train station the quickest. 
sadness, the sad emotion, leaning into that sadness, embracing it a little bit, letting it happen. That's what allowed Bing Bong to move through his emotion and be productive again. Now, I got to admit, I'm joy. I hate being sad. I hate being you know, negative or I, I just hate crying. I would almost rather pretend that that sad emotion isn't there. I know that it'll go away or I know that we'll work through it, but I try to push it too fast. And sometimes it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to lose our steam. But again, emotional intelligence is, is being intelligent with our emotions. The formal definition of emotional intelligence is, is your ability to recognize and understand emotions and your skills at using this awareness to manage yourself and relationships with others. That's the formal definition. The simplified definition doing what you know you should do rather than what you want to. You know, so when we think about different things that happen and that do frustrate us or do make us sad, there is a right and wrong way to handle it. Many people say things like, well, we just need to vent. And sometimes we just need a venting partner. We just need somebody we can trust that we can vent to. Uh, yes, but no. The intelligent way to handle your emotions would be to vent to no human being. I agree. We do need to vent. You know, Bing Bong did need to cry. He did need to acknowledge the sadness and, and let those emotions out. But any time that you involve another human being, you are almost swaying them to your side. Instead, you know, you think about it, if you're venting about another person, my goodness, you're swaying their opinions of that person. And that's not fair with that person in the relationship with the person you're venting with. You know, so we have to be wise. We have to be intelligent with our emotions. If I'm frustrated, I don't need to be swearing or saying mean words to people that I love. That's pretty hard to forgive sometimes. Okay, so this is just, this, this is just a starting point. <laughs> this is just, we're just dipping our toes here into emotional intelligence. We, we went through a little quiz, helped you understand the definition, gave you a movie to watch to, to better see this in action. We're going to dive into this a little deeper in our next episode. So thank you for learning and growing with me today. I look forward to connecting with you next time where we're going to dig in further. We're going to continue thinking differently. And we are going to continue to increase our EQ. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook, and share this with your friends. Visit us on our websites too at unityconsultingllc.com and kathyrotes.com. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.